1: Hi and welcome to another episode of the Nina Couser Show. Before I start off and talk about football, I hope you all had a wonderful time over Christmas with your loved ones or doing whatever you do. But you know what? Something just made it a little bit sweeter. Boxing Day football, something that I used to dread way back when. But you know what? The feel-good factors back. Liverpool 4-0 against Newcastle United. Thank you so much, ex-dad Rafa. We appreciate it. Four goals. Uh, some unlikely goal scorers as well. Um, Liverpool winning, uh, City losing, Spurs hot on our heels. Um, it's all, it's all going off in this Premier League, Premier League season. Inject it into my fucking veins because I never want it to end. Actually, I do. I want the league, but we're live again. So we're going to have some interaction with subscribers. Dare I say, they might even call in, but you know what? It's not about me. I need two awesome guests contributors and i have the best for you so you know what let me introduce them first up i have hakeem who i kept calling dream Keem dream star on the last podcast and he shouted at me so hakeem welcome back
2: uh, thanks nina <laughs> no worries about it i know it's a it's a very weird handle but it's all cool
1: I was just trying to multitask and be everybody and then you know you pulling me up which was quite funny but yep Hakim is joining us and I'm sure he's got plenty to say on that and joining Hakim, oh gosh it's it's um uh, it's an all-american sort of roundup I am joined by contributor on the usa podcast a good friend of mine he is awesome and when i have him on my show i just get really happy it is mr cool himself mr kev hegarty welcome to the show
0: hallelujah holy shit where's the tylenol what a christmas this has been (laughs) so far uh yeah nina this is becoming a bit of a hegarty tradition i think this is the second year in a row i've done the boxing day show
1: did we win that one
0: i believe we did
1: See what I mean? His is better than mine. But you know what, guys? Um, I think we will have we will have some callers in. Oh, and Brett's joining us as well. USA in the house, yes, Brett. Thank you so much for joining us live. A massive shout out to all our subscribers who are joining us live. But guys, um, before we start talking about the game and we will discuss it with our our callers, um, uh, first up, first, um, Hakeem, I'm gonna start with you. Ha- your thoughts on Liverpool winning and then certain results going our way. Like, how do you feel about that? Because I don't know how to handle myself.
2: Well, <laughs> I'm not the best singer ever, but I, I'm sure a lot of us have heard that weekend song where it says, I feel, feel it coming. I think I think we f- all feel it coming now, guys. I know I don't want to, to jump the shark just yet, or, you know, but I feel it bubbling up. And honestly it's probably the most excited I've been in a long while.
1: There you go. And if Hakeem's excited, you should all be fucking excited because this man is very hard to please. What about yourself, Kev? Because normally results really don't go our way or, you know, we shoot ourselves in the foot. I mean, I want to get your thoughts. How do you feel about the the bunch of results so far? I mean, Leicester scalping two big teams in in the space of, like, a few days is pretty fucking incredible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's wild. It's sort of like, you know, the good Nights with Ricky Bobby where he's doing the interview and he's he's like I don't know what to do with my hands that's sort of how I feel like I don't know what to do about what's happening right now I don't think we've been here before it's uncharted territory um I'm super excited a little bit nervous and uh I just uh, it's nuts this is nuts right now
1: absolutely and we have our first caller very excited to have him he's called in a few times he's an AI pro subscriber it's schmick. 019. Um, he is our first caller. Um, Welcome to the show, Shamik.
3: Hey, Nina. What a Christmas. What a Christmas.
1: Ah, you it's... know what? It's fucking great, isn't it?
3: <laughs> so, Nina, are you sending a present uh, to Ricardo Pereira's house this weekend?
1: Why would I do that?
3: He just scored the goal against City, right? The second goal, the screamer.
1: I know, but I wasn't watching who scored. See, you ruined it for me. All I knew was the result. I did not know who the goal scorer was. But yes, he gets everything. He gets he gets all my money. He gets the shirt off my back. My firstborn, everything. If we still manage to stay on top. It fingers only counts crossed, then. Fingers yeah. crossed. Absolutely, it only counts then. But Shamik, I'm sure you're absolutely delighted. I know it's late where you are right now, so you know what? I am gonna let you have your say on 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 any questions, any points you want to bring forward
3: No questions, no points, nothing. I just wanted to join in and revel in the fact that we are six points clear. <coughs> and the Man City team who were supposed to be unbeatables and I have been on record on Discord saying that we'll score 90 plus points and probably lose by 10 points. But it seems total... I, I am happy to be wrong. I couldn't have been happier.
1: Yes, yeah, in instances like this that you're quite happy to be wrong. But you know what, Shamik? Thank you so much for reveling and joining in with us. Um, I really appreciate it. I mean, before you go, what impressed you the most about this performance today?
3: I think the most impressive thing, we were good going forward. But what impressed me the most... 92nd minute, Allison flinging his way, you know, trying to save that shot, Mm -hmm. maintaining that clean sheet. These folks really value the clean sheet. And that is the defense that the potential title winning teams are built on.
1: I think you're absolutely spot on. Um, it's almost like disrespectful to score against us. It seems like insult to the, the, the centre backs and also our goalkeeper. When he did that, I actually gift Neo, Keanu Reeves, just kind of just dropping the bullets or stopping the bullets because that is exactly what he is. And if I can use a Keanu Reeves reference with Liverpool Football Club, you know, I'm going to recycle the shit out of that, right? Kev, Kev, were you impressed with that save?
0: <laughs> I'm impressed with your use of Keanu Reeves, but um
1: I can slide him in anywhere people.
0: Yeah. He, I mean, he's a beautiful man and a great actor. <laughs> and a, he's, he's a great human being. Friend. It seems like,
1: yeah. Um
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it says a lot that uh we're top of the league for a number of things. We're top of the league for points. We're top of the league for, you know, clean sheets. And we have, and we've matched city's goal difference now. And that says it all. Just babe basing it around a solid defense and the ability to get forward. And it's huge. And having VVD and Allison and, and all the guys that come in around the back and now Firmino, uh, not Firmino, <laughs> is uh, Fabinho is getting is, you know, his more game time now. It's just, it's great. It's great.
1: Absolutely. I mean, this is why you're my friend, Kev. This is exactly what we talk about. Um Keanu Reeves references. They all the rage. <laughs> I mean, if Liverpool can win the league, then surely Keanu Reeves can win an Academy Award, people. I'm going to push that agenda till the cows come home. Uh Hakeem, I'm going to bring you in. I think Kev said something really, you know, Something really poignant there. I mean, at the beginning of the season, Man City had like this vast superior goal difference to us. And I remember when we were kind of scraping 1-0 victories and Liverpool fans losing their shit. But we seem to have clawed so much back. And that's largely down to, first of all, the guys scoring uh, a lot of goals like they did today, but also tightening up in the back. So, you know, how important was that save? And, you know, Shomik is absolutely spot on to be absolutely thrilled with that, with that commitment to keeping a clean sheet. Your thoughts?
2: Well, before I even get into that, it's clear how much they really value the clean sheets because Virgil Van Dijk got a a box of clean sheets for for his Christmas present. So, you did. It, it shows that the club is really taking in taking on taking that on that they they really want to keep the clean sheets. They only want to maintain one of the best defenses we've had. And again, before I get to, to Shamik's point, when when we failed so spectacularly a few years ago, I know it's it's really. Hard to think about it, but why did we fail? It's not because we weren't scoring enough goals. It's because the defense we had was absolutely <laughs> dire And now, Jurgen Klopp has built almost the perfect defense. It just takes a, a couple more years of development by a few of our players. But at the moment, it's, it's the best defense in, in all of Europe.
1: Boom. Out of the park. Well, Shamik, I hope you enjoyed that and that little discussion about your highlight from the game. We clearly enjoyed it too. Um, enjoy, relax, have fun, enjoy Reds Ab- being on top of the league.
3: Absolutely, Nina. Not going to sleep tonight. Not in a hurry, at least.
1: And so you shouldn't be. Watch, watch repeats of that Dejan and love goal.
3: <laughs> I think we we should get Dave to comment on that, right?
1: I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. <laughs> credit, credit where it's due. I'm sure, I'm sure his jaw literally hit the floor when that happened. Sean fear not. But thank you so much for calling.
3: Yep. Have a great evening, folks. Yep. yep. Good night.
1: You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was Shomik, our first caller. Really excited. Just wanted to be part of the fun. This is why I love Discord. Just get your voice out there. And of course, his highlight was Alison. Next, I am joined by a man who I do consider my friend, even though he messes up my coffee order all the time. I ask for a cappuccino. He comes back with a latte. Mr. Incompetent himself, Cam Bridge, welcome to the show.
4: Sorry, did you want a latte or a cappuccino? <laughs> I'm confused,
1: man. <now. laughs> <Happens laughs> he ruins my coffee order all the time. I think he does it on purpose.
4: Well, well, I thought I was meant to bring one down for you somehow. You know, virtual coffee or a latte or however you want it. It can be arranged, though. Keemstar, espresso, no problem. Anybody else want an order while I'm on it?
1: No, <laughs> he'll, put, he'll mess up like everyone's order. <laughs> Honest to God, he would be the worst barista ever.
4: Oh, no, no. I, I can make a, a mean coffee because I've got the coffee machine at home, you know. So, um... Yeah, I can definitely make the coffee. I'll get it wrong, guaranteed, but I'll make you a damn nice coffee. Don't, don't have no, have no doubts about that. But anyway, let's get back to the footy people. Kev, my bro, how are you? you? Keeping well?
0: Cam, what's up, man? Good yeah. to hear you again.
4: Yeah, and yourself, and yourself. And who else do we have on? Sorry, I've, i come in late onto the, uh, onto the show tonight. So, uh, who's the other guest on there tonight?
1: Hakeem, the dream super. Oh,
4: Hakeem, my bro. First
1: time. You okay? He doesn't want to talk to you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame him. Anyway, two things. I've got two things. Firstly, this is for all you fume, fume masters out there. Dejan's goal and Hendo's pass for, to Trent. Discuss. Oof.
1: You know what? I came in a little late on my initial live chat. And these lads were kind of discussing that and talking about that. And, you know, I think... To discuss that, we have to kind of discuss their performances as well. So, Hakim, I'm going to come to you. I thought those two actually had pretty solid games today. I think the whole team had a very kind of solid, efficient performance, but those two I thought played really well. I mean, Dejan Lovren scoring that, it made me laugh because before we obviously scored the three, our last two goal scorers were centre-backs. I'm like, they can fucking do everything.
2: <laughs> well, you kind of took the words right, of, right out of my mouth, you know. ah. I don't think we had any individual man of the match per se. I think the whole team was absolutely up for this this mm. this fixture today. Uh, <laughs> I've I've been a, a a bit of a detractor for Lovren and Henderson, um, not not really negatively, but you know, just making jokes about their performance and and how they affect the team at times. But today they were absolutely immense. They they raised their level beyond what was what what their usual is. If anything, I would say this is exactly what I want to see from them all the time. I know sometimes it may not come off, but it's the intent that I'd like to see. And if I if I get into Jordan Henderson a little bit, I don't know if you guys re- remember this quite clearly as I do, but within the first two, three minutes, he was dribbling with the ball forward. He was looking for the forward passes. And I know at times he can get into his, his metronomic tic-tac-sideways passing and it's really boring and annoying to us. But I genuinely think if he can do this every game, of course, as I said, it might not come off, but just the intent of it, it would be absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, he definitely played with some intensity and some purpose. I mean, Kev, I want to get your thoughts on them too. Um I think Hakim is absolutely spot on. I thought Jordan Henderson, you know, f- for all the criticism that he gets he's too safe, maybe he plays too many sideways passes, maybe too many backwards passes, maybe he doesn't stop and kind of assess the situation around him. I felt like he had a massive impact on that game today. I felt like he you know, there was some element of control and there was things coming through from the center as well, which was really good. And as usual, his work rate was um, up to scratch.
0: Yeah, I mean, he really surprised me today. Um, He's Mm. been pretty good as of late, um, just generally, because, you know, the team play has been really good. But uh, I think today was a a step up for him. And I'm not, I'm a bit of a detractor sometimes on Henderson. I think he's a useful player. I just don't think he should start. You know, all the time for us, it's sort of my, you know, my qualms with him, and and yeah. the same thing with Lover. And he's a useful player for us. Um, You know, I think Gomez should start over him, but when he's not available, this is this. These are our options, and I want these players to do well when they play. It's not that I just like want them to fail. I mean, they're part of the team, and they're part of the pushing this team forward. And and I have to say that I, I agree with Keem. As I was watching the match, and I know we do Man of the Match uh, on your show, so I was like, oh, I have no idea where where to go with this. It was such a a team performance, and I was kind of. I mean, we, we'll talk about it later, but up until you know, uh, the past you know, the last 20 30 minutes or so, I was like, Yeah, I might give it to Degsy just because you know, it's a team performance and he scores a screamer, and you know, but um, but yeah, no, they were great. And uh, as Keen was saying, Henderson's passing w- was great, his vision was and great, and you know what, it's so
1: funny because everyone whinges at um, uh, Jordan Henderson, and it has been a criticism, rightly so that. Maybe he doesn't just stop for a second, like he's eager to get rid of the ball really quick. But for that ball, for Trent Alexander-Arnold, for that goal for Shakiri, he was so fucking quick. And that was a crucial pass right there where he was completely on the ball.
0: Yeah, it was the right thing to do. And, Mm. you know, and and when you do it at the right time like that, it's perfect. It throws Mm. their whole defenses on the front foot and now they have to backtrack. And, you know, it's... Yeah, it was great, but I mean, in in the past, I've kind of slated him for for doing that too often and kind yes. of doing the quick sideway passes or back to Van Dyke, and and that's fine. And you, there are passages of the match where you have to do that, but today I just thought he was all over the place and he was on one and he was really great. And uh, yeah, and and <laughs> Dejan is part of this clean sheet defense. We keep getting clean sheets with different people in defense, and, and it's an, and it's important to to praise all the guys. And obviously. Yeah you know Virgil van Dijk is is the colossus he is at the back and he just you know vacuums up everything and then you you also have to deal with him bringing the ball forward and that must be exhausting when you're a defense when you're a defense and you have to deal with our front three our midfield and then center backs who can bring the ball forward um but yeah no Dejan was was good today and Henderson was really great so I have no no problems with today's performance by pretty much anybody in the team.
1: Absolutely, I mean, I would do anything to see those guys get a Premier, she- Premier League winners medal. Um, I would yeah. sacrifice, give up chips, uh, subscribers. What would you give up to see Liverpool hold it in May? You know what? Comment and Gags will read the best ones out. Speaking uh, of you, Gags,
5: before you go, yeah, before you move on from this, uh, Hendo two games now in a row, uh, very good, very good progressive mm-hmm. passing. Wolves, um, you know, came to play as well, give you some space. Newcastle. Not exactly uh, the best football team we've ever played. Uh, if Hendo can continue in the next two games, you're talking, uh, you know, you're talking some kind of turnaround for a player as well. If you can do it against Arsenal and Man City, which now are our most two important back-to-back games of the season, because this is where this is where shit gets real. If we win these two games, then everyone can start fucking dreaming. I think, but until then, I think we got to keep our feet on the ground. But someone like hendo, if he does it if he does it in those two as well, then you're you're looking at something unbelievable because he just wasn't doing any of this stuff. he hasn't been doing it for ages, and it's it's more playing like an eight to be honest than a than a six at times, which is great, which is lovely, which is what we've been saying. Can he go forward? can he get involved? Can he play around the box? Yes, he can he's, he's better like that
0: too he is, he's, better he's like much that. he's much
5: better he's much better like this so. Needs to do it against these two, uh, these next two teams as well, if he plays. And, uh, then we can all start not worrying about the team mm-hmm. sheets and just, you know, just enjoy who plays every week. Cause, uh, it's, 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 some swap it's some squad he's putting. Gags,
1: I'm sorry, but I've just read something and I've got to read it. It's from Dell, um, regarding my question, what would you give up? And Dell, Jurgen Red said, I'd sell Gags for the league and I'd sell Dave for the Champions League. <laughs>
5: Well, he doesn't own me, so he can't sell me. And uh, if he doesn't watch his math, he's gonna get banned on Discord, the first man ever. So talk to <laughs> if, you, if, you want, if you want Grinch, then I'll give you Grinch.
2: Bitch. <laughs>
1: Justice for Dell, okay? You fucking leave him, alone. lord.
2: <laughs> um, All right, Dell, defence a assembled. I just
4: wanted to say regarding um, Hendo, uh, last two performances, uh, as Gag said, have been have been very very good. But I don't think it's also a, uh, a coincidence that his performance has been very, very good because Fabinho's performances have been good and he's now looking over his shoulder and thinking, I've got to perform in a different way, in a better way. And I, I'd like to think there's been a knock on effect from there as well. Um, because we, 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 we all have all said we don't like, you know, this sideways passing thing, even though I think a lot of stats show that he does do a lot more forward passes, but you know, a lot of people have got a lot of bias on that. Um, And I think against the likes of Newcastle who are 15th in the league, it's a a perfect game for somebody like Jordan Henderson. If he can't dominate against, you know, and have a good game against Newcastle, then there's no hope for the guy. He shouldn't be in the team at all. This is a good point. And it you've got to have a better perspective in the look at the opposition as well and say, yeah, Wolves are flying high, but we are, the te- we are the team that are playing right now the best football in the league consistently, and we have done all season. We're not flowing. We're not firing. We're just playing damn good football, solid, solid, controlled football. and it And it's a combination of every player doing their bit, it's a it's a team performances this season. It's not individual performances. Mm-hmm. It's complete team. It's like Joey just said. Lovren's come in and he's been part of that clean sheet. How many games has Lovren played this season? How many games have we said this season? Oh shit, Lovren fucked up. He's made a cock up. He hasn't done those cock ups as such this season. He's been more consistent. Again, it's it's got to be down to what's going on around him as well. Van Dyke is and Allison are huge factors in that. And let, at the end of the day, we we need a squad. You can't just play your best eleven week in week out. It's impossible. And today is the perfect game where Fabinho got a rest. He managed to come on. Got got a goal. Kaita had a knock. Managed to rest him. You know. We, you know. And these are big, big players. And we've got two huge games coming up now. So it's something fantastic to look forward to. Um, and it, you know, I haven't felt this way about a football team.
1: Mm. Cam, can I just ask you a question? Why did you call him Kaita?
4: How, I don't know how to pronounce his surname. I don't. Nobody's actually come out and said, what's the correct way of pronouncing his surname?
1: I'm a cicator.
0: Cam, follow-up question. Why did you sure. call me Joey?
4: I don't know. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: he
0: <comes with laughs> butchering <of> names.
4: <laughs> I'm not guilty here. <laughs> Oh, no. I meant to say Kevin, I said Joey, I don't know why. Uh, my apologies. Joey Connors. <laughs> see, all my American brothers are always on my mind, what can I say? Yeah. So, uh, Julian, how are you doing tonight, mate? <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> he's making up random names. Yeah, I'd be interested to know, what do you call him? Do you call him Nabi Kater or do you call him Nabi Kater? That would be interesting because I see a lot of people call him Kaiter. I don't know yeah, why. I've, he- heard,
4: I've heard both both names, uh, both pronunciations done, so I don't know which one's the right one until Nabi comes out and says, this is how you pronounce my name. I guess either is right at the moment, isn't
0: it? Yeah.
1: Whatever. No, Any of our well. followers
0: from Guinea, we need somebody to <laughs> give us uh, the correct pronunciation? Please confirm.
1: Yes, please confirm. I mean, Gags, uh, I think Cam's made some really good points. Hakim, I think you've read a point from one of our subscribers that you wanted to share
2: regarding uh... Henderson. Yeah, um I was gonna say if Henderson can project Newcastle on every team he comes up against knowing that he's a Sunderland boy and he's playing his derby, then I think we could get this performance out of him for every match. We just need to put white and uh striped white and black shirts on everyone when we play them.
1: We should oh he'd have a monster performance against Juventus, I'll tell you that for fucking free okay? <laughs>
5: Uh, about your, Nina, about your question, what people would give up? Steve P was one of the ones to uh, respond and says, "My firstborn, she's eleven, and we totally understand." <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs> um, lots of people, Amazing. lots of people want to sell me. um they, uh, the
1: hashtag #SellGaz yeah. win the league. Let's get that trending,
3: people. <laughs>
5: they don't, they don't, they don't realize that um, the more they come through these, the less live shows they'll be. The better watching, because I'm a bastard. <laughs>
4: That's true. I,
1: I, got, I did see something very really funny from Steve P I actually said we I was actually how many was thinking we'd sell Dell so they're, they're, <laughs> also, they're turning on each other now as well subscribers it's brilliant absolutely brilliant actually Cam whilst you're here what would you give up
4: I'd give up everything
1: you'd give up Zara right
4: uh, Zara's already on my uh bad books somebody bought me a Zara gift voucher for my birthday and I'm like oh crap <laughs> what do I do with that now uh, I'd definitely give up Zara oh yeah I'd give up Zara I would never drink again um, i will get a tattoo done I'm definitely getting a tattoo done when I'm in the league so um, you know however long that takes that's happening what else would I give up is um, it going to be
1: a Shaqiri thigh tattoo uh, oh
4: no <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving up anything. I've given up fucking thirty years of my life supporting without getting paid. It's about time we fucking got something for nothing. You
0: know?
1: so fuck that. Hakeem and Kev, what would you give up?
0: Oof. Um, I was gonna say everything short of my firstborn, but it seems people went farther. Um, uh, don't know. I'd give up a lot, a lot of a lot of things. Maybe I give up beer. That's big in my life. Uh, <laughs> give it's up fair. podcasting.
1: Well, no, you fucking bring <laughs> up. I need you, sir. I need you. This does not serve me in any way, shape, or form. How about you, Safa Uh
2: I'll, I'll give you a top-bred answer. There's only Liverpool, so I can't give anything up.
1: Oh, look at that. Ooh, what a fucking cock-out. I'm fucking clever. giving up. I'm giving up golden sticks, and here's God. this one. <laughs> you giving up selfies? No, golden sticks are chips.
4: No, no, you'd need to give up selfies.
0: Why? <laughs> yeah. okay okay
4: okay
5: we need to get this under the water we need to get back to the football uh last one mo mo kilida says uh, kilida says i'll put a tattoo of gags if we win there we go <laughs> <Let's move on. laughs>
1: you're football gonna now. end up being very lonely and we- don't do it
5: no other callers so just carry on with the game now okay, okay let's get on
1: with the game okay guys so it's just us uh let's talk about um how did Liverpool started. I felt like they started with so much intensity. Um, uh, the team lineup, actually, let's kind of talk that because I think a lot of people were surprised that Klopp kind of went full on aggression. I mean, I want to get your thoughts on this when you saw so the team lineup. I knew they were going to perform. Klopp meant business. It was Newcastle at home. Your thoughts on that. And Kev, I'll come to you first on that one.
0: Yeah. I said as the lineup came out, I, I was hoping or I was thinking that Sturge should probably start. I think Mo kind of needs a break. Um, Something, yeah, maybe Sturge up front and uh, give Mo a rest, or or pull him off at sixty, which we didn't do. Um, I know Robertson probably needs a, a breather, but we don't have many fit back there. Unless you know you want Klein at, at left back, which isn't isn't great. Um, but yeah, I was a little little startled by the aggressive nature and the uh, of of Klopp in this game. I thought this was the perfect game to you know give give players a, a breather or two. But uh, but yeah, it worked out. Um, I wish Mo maybe would have came off early but you know i can't really complain with the results we were getting and you know we came through it without an injury so so yeah it was good It was good to see tread back in the lineup um yeah super aggressive although the first half we were trying to be aggressive was really open um but yeah it, it worked out in the end so you know i can't really blame blame Klopp for his his decisions and now we got two massive matches coming up and it looks like everybody's ready to go so yeah it was Quite a good game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Hakeem, your thoughts on on the team lineup and how they set up?
2: Well, uh, I was, like most people, hoping that that Klopp would have went with a strong team as he did today. But there was that thought in the back of my mind that he could possibly rotate, seeing that we have two very hard games coming up. Uh, I know the guys on Fatigue Index and Under Pressure have mentioned that we've had quite a few days in between games, so the team would be much more fresher. So I can understand uh, Jürgen choosing to go really for this game and it definitely worked out
1: for us. For sure, for sure. I mean, guys, I think we've kind of discussed um, the goalkeeper and um, the the centre-back pairing, um, uh, copy and paste, just beast mode with them. I want to get your thoughts on the fullbacks because I felt like they were... They offered a lot of width, they were very expansive, they were allowed to be very attack-minded and I felt like they, even first up, and we were getting quite frustrated because Liverpool were trying to be all aggressive and were kind of not converting the chances. I felt like our wingers were, I call them wingers, they're not wingers, they're full-backs, converted wingers, I don't know what they were, they just cover so much ground but I felt like a lot of the attacking play came from those two lads in Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold and I think I think that thing is real, where they both are trying to win the tally for how many assists they accumulate. I want to get your thoughts on that, Hakim. Did you feel like the the fullbacks were very much involved in this game, and they were kind of given the free l- license to roam?
2: I, th- I think it was definitely part of the game plan. Mm. Uh, I know, I know it's a bit counterintuitive to be whipping crosses in, knowing that they have Lascelles in their back line, who's a pretty pretty decent player in the air, who mm. wins most of his aerial duels, but. It was definitely our game plan to progress the ball really quickly up the pitch to avoid, avoid, uh, Newcastle getting set in their low block and also trying to whip early crosses in behind their defense. So we saw Rob do that a couple of times, Trent did, but the most effective cross was the low-driven crosses that we had, uh, an assist from, for, for that Trent, Trent, Trent played across. So I think it was definitely a main tactic for us to, to play, play down the width, the width played on the wings, using both the pitch, and getting balls inside the box. And if we move ahead a bit quickly, uh, you can see that most of our attacking players, so all four of them were always in the box, always mm. looking to looking for the threat of a goal. So I think it was definitely good planning by Jurgen. Again, very counterintuitive, knowing mm. that Newcastle going to sit back quite deeply, but it, it definitely worked out.
1: Absolutely, and Kevin, I'm going to come to you on the fullbacks, and I have like a slightly changed question for you there, Steve P. Once again, very vocal. Um, I'm loving it. <laughs> he felt the fullbacks switch the play from side to side much more than regular. Um, do you agree?
0: Oh, um, yeah, actually, it's funny that he brought that up. I didn't notice that a couple of times. I don't know if it was more than regular, but it definitely stood out to me today that they were. I think they were just trying to pull that back line apart, by it's, you know, switching the play back and forth, and rather than going through the midfield, they were sort of just like pinging the ball to each other, which was... Yeah, Yeah, I was, know. Uh, it's
1: certainly in the second half, more so in the second half, I yeah,
0: know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, I mean, I don't know if it's more. I guess that's something for, you know, for the, you know, the under-pressure guys, but they, um but yeah, it certainly stood out to me today, so I guess m- maybe it was more, and maybe that's why I was seeing it, but uh yeah, and, and to Keem's point, um, we tend to progress ball with the with our fullbacks anyway but look we certainly have to when it's a, a team that sort of is decent defensively although you wouldn't know from the scoreline but you know that is well organized i should say and um and you know trying to be hard to break down um you need kind of need really you need to get really really wide and then you need to have the players you know to break the lines in the middle and uh they did really well and i was kind of going a bit easy on Trent because it was his first, you know, game back. Some of the passes weren't great. Some of the crosses weren't great. Um, same thing with Robertson, but I think he's a bit tired. Um, but yeah, no, no, they were they they were good. I, I, our fullbacks are arguably the best in the league, or you know, um, you know, I think you could definitely make that argument. They're definitely the quickest, I would think, um, or or definitely up there. Maybe Walker's a bit faster, but. But, yeah, I love those guys. And to have them both on the pitch always gives us, you know, an extra dimension and an extra threat because they, they do put a good ball in and they also like link up play. And, you know, and as I said, they're they're both lightning. So, yeah, yeah, um, big fan of those guys. And I thought they did well today, even though um, in the first half we were a little loose, but I think that was everybody. It wasn't just them. Um, yeah, they were great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hey,
0: quickly, Nina, if I could
2: just go back to what Steve asked. It's definitely a tactic to switch the ball quickly from side to side using just the fullbacks because it cuts out the middle passing. So usually we would pass to Henderson and then he'll play the ball out again to another wingback. So what that does, it shifts Newcastle's low block from side to side and gets them out of position, which allows our attackers to get into some space. So a couple of the crosses, I don't think they were definitely trying to pick each other out, but uh, it, it worked out for us.
1: It absolutely did. It did work out. And, uh, I felt in the first half where we looked a little rusty, I felt like things just looked a little, a lot more cohesive in, in the second half. But speaking of the first half, we can't go on any further without, uh, just speaking about Dejan Lovren scoring. I mean, I want to get your thoughts on that. I mean, that counts as first half. That's part of the defense. Um, chipping in with the goals. Um, we're happy with that. So Kev, I mean, gorgeous strike. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That thing, he caught all of that one. It was rising and it just uh yeah. It was strong. I wasn't expecting that at all. And at first when I first saw it, I thought it was Firmino for some reason. I don't know, I maybe I was just projecting. But uh but yeah, I I thought kind of the uh the header, I guess it was Lasalle's, is that who it was? He, I don't know what he was trying to do there, but it was like the perfect knockdown and Dejon just lets it bounce once and just lashes it and it was uh that's a striker's finish. So I was, uh, I was impressed with that. And, uh, you know, good for him. You know, he gets, he takes a lot of shit from, from me included. And, uh, you know, he, he sets us on our way and it was kind of a, I mean, we were dominant on possession in the first half, but we weren't, we were, we were certainly too open and there was too many gaps in our defense and it could have gone either way, you know, depending on, you know, how, how Newcastle performed and, um, you know, he set us on our way. So good for him. And I'm happy for him. And, you know, and, uh, but yeah, wow! What a strike that was! It was a thunderbolt.
1: Mm-hmm. Really happy for him. Uh, I think uh, Anfield Index or Gags somebody tweeted that Mosala would be very proud of that goal. I mean, Hakeem, your thoughts on that? You know, of all the attacking players that you have on the pitch, what an unlikely goal scorer!
2: <laughs> well, this is what we've been asking of our center backs for quite some time. You know, being being a threat in, in the opposition box to score a goal. For the last couple of weeks, it's been Virgil. But today, Degsy really came up with uh, an absolute banger. I, I That's probably the most I've cheered for him ever, <laughs> which mm-hmm. says something. Uh, but I think it was I think, really I fun.
1: think he likes to deliver on like after a big holiday or a big game. Of course, he delivered at Dortmund. He scored that goal against Chelsea as well a few seasons ago. And he got the assist for Ragnar Klavan on New Year's Day. The man likes a date.
2: <laughs> it it, seem, it's, it seems so definitely. Um, I'd also say they they were both really really on the front foot. Van Dyke and Lovren, and at mm-hmm. times Van Dyke was even going on walkabouts trying to score a goal himself. You could see him in the number ten position in the striker position, and this is just during general play. So I guess it's been it's probably been an instruction from Klopp that he wants more goals
0: from the rest of the team. So everyone's really trying to chip in and do their bit. Yeah, Lovren should have had an assist today too. That ball to Mane was amazing. I think it was Mane. And even the control was good and he just, we just couldn't put it away. Um, so that would have been quite the game to have a goal, an assist and a clean sheet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he did really well. I'm happy with him today.
1: Yeah, uh, no complaints here from Dejan Lovren. Oh, geez, you know, this is a very, very happy time and a feel-good factor for Liverpool fans that glow up Israel. It's even happening with, uh, you know, some of the players that get a fair bit of stick. Okay, we're going to move on to the midfield now. And, um Hakim, I'm going to stick with you. I want to get your thoughts. I mean, we spoke about Jordan Henderson, and I think, you know, Cam pretty much nailed that. But I want to, let's talk about Gini Alden because I thought he was doing the small stuff for okay, him, but wasn't doing an awful lot. If that makes
2: sense. I think this has been Ginny's role within the team for quite some time. I know in this first season he was breaking into the box, being that that third man running, that late arriver to the box for (laughs) for some goals. But recently I think we're getting a better understanding of what he's been doing for the last couple of years. He's the one that's covering space, cutting out passing lanes. Mm -hmm. He, He may not actually intercept the ball, but he deters the other team From making certain passes and keeps the ball moving all the time. So once the team's level is up and he keeps doing his job, he allows everyone else around him to flourish. So that's why we saw Henderson driving forward so, so often, you know, spring those balls in. At times, Henderson would go and it would be Ginny and one of the, one of the attackers would drop in, would drop in to be the center midfielder. So I think he's, he did his job really well. Again, it's not very spectacular. I don't think everyone on the pitch needs to be spectacular. But I think it was a really good performance by him.
1: Fair enough. And uh, Kev, I'll come to you on, on your thoughts on Gini Wijnaldum because I feel like he's probably been our most consistent performer in the midfield because he has played an awful lot of games. And I think Keem's made a really good point that he kind of... He enabled like Jordan Henderson to be a bit more sort of advanced in his position. I want to get yeah. your thoughts on, on Genie when you Alden because, uh, you know, you got a factor in as well. That was his former club. M- you know, maybe he he, 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 I think the boy is due a rest.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, uh, it's this, I mean, it depends how you play, uh, Genie. I mean, Ginny, as you said, jeannie has been consistent for us pretty much all season. He's definitely one of the first names on the team sheet for Klopp. He's, I think he's really important to us. Um, and today, sometimes he has these games where he just plays like, um, I guess you call it a metronome, you know, just kind of keeping the pace going, making sure we don't lose the ball, getting it back when we need to, progressing it forward, and then uh, playing into two uh, with him playing that role allows Henderson to play more of that that number eight rather than a number six, which I think he's better at, and I think a lot of us here uh, agree that Henderson's better mm. getting forward more, and you know, and using his legs and um, using his skills that he's you know more suited for than to sit and the six when sometimes he does when we play three in the middle but uh yeah i got no problems with genie today he's super consistent once he has the ball he's not going to give it up so i don't know why they try to tackle him um and you know he just keeps things ticking along and i like that we have that kind of player in the team where you know he's not the standout star but he's really really important to what we do and you you need that to uh you need that to win games and you need that to win titles. And he's definitely super important to us and he's going to be hugely important over the next couple of games. And uh yeah, again, the whole team was, was pretty good today. We were a little loose in the, in the first half, as I said, and that had to do with the midfield and the defense. I think were, we were leaving too many, too many gaps. And um I think at halftime, you know, Klopp probably said, you guys have been good, but not great. And here's what you need to do. And when we came out in the second half, the midfield was super tight and, you know, and, kept the ball taking over until we can get another goal and then and then they then then the dogs got released the, released and we uh were in full flight and that's that's what we like to see so yeah genie's genie's one of my favorite players in liverpool and and um i hope he stays with us a while and i hope he wins us lots of titles starting with this one
1: absolutely and you know what uh, we, we might as well just stick with the midfield of course klopp made oh. some uh,
5: Oh, 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 before you do go there, uh, there's a couple of more of those things that you asked for, Mister Ecker. I would stop moaning about love and forever. That would be very damn. And then uh, Mister <laughs> Dell said you will give it back a week. It's really because your banter's this crap, Dell. Anyway, <laughs>
1: <so>. <laughs> I am the tiger, Dell. I am the tiger. If you can take the piss out of me, at least it properly and quote me right. But yeah, you're absolutely some good ones there. Keep them coming. Okay, we'll get back to the show, guys. You spoke about the midfield, and I think it's only right that we carry on with the midfield. Of course, Klopp made some pretty early subs, and one of the first subs that he did make, something that I did allude to, maybe Gini does need a little bit of a rest at this time of year. And um, it's such a great feeling knowing that you have quality on that bench. Of course, Naby Keita was on that bench, as so was Fabinho, and, of course, he brings him on. Hakim talked to me about that because, you know, there's been a lot of talk that maybe Fabinho um, might be struggling with the two midfield, but he's come on. He he did pretty well. He was solid and he fucking gets a goal as well.
2: If anything, I would say that's, that's when he's most comfortable playing in the double pivot. But I, th- I think Klopp rested him today just to give him a little break knowing that he's probably going to play the next two games. Uh, I think it was a good performance. W- what I also noted during the game is Virgil, uh, Virgil, Lovren, and all the other players are really excited to give him the ball, even in tight spaces. And then our attackers are always on the front foot when he gets the ball. It doesn't happen all the time with our other midfielders, but definitely with him, as soon as he gets on the ball, the other players are darting in behind. And a couple of times, right after he came on, he had to hold his hand up saying, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hit you with that pass earlier. Because they know, as soon as he gets, it, he can hit them with that pass, and they're on goal. So I think he's he's becoming one of our most important players in the team. At the moment, it's definitely Allison, Van Dyke, and Salah, but I think he can be that one midfielder where everyone rotates around. It just needs a couple. It just needs some time, but definitely, I think he's going to be the one for us.
1: Mm, interesting. I think, um, uh, Kev. I think Hakim is kind of alluding to maybe a solid spine there.
0: yeah weird that you need a solid spine to win win things um yeah and keem was saying during the match that we were kind of uh having a back and forth in uh in discord that you know when once fabinho gets the ball the the strikers are so excited they just start running for the goal because they know he's gonna put a through ball or ping one over the top and um yeah he's got he's got a bit of everything i i want to see more and more of him because every time i see him he kind of impresses me a little bit more i can't say that i watched too much of him before he joined Liverpool. I just sort of have a couple of games here and there and I'd heard good things and that sort of thing. But like, yeah, he's, he's got a bit of everything. Like he's, he's really good defensively. He's really good positionally. He can pick passes. Um, goals. you, know, you
1: Anyone checks up on his wife. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. She's a lot of fun if you follow her on, on Twitter uh, social media in general. Um,
1: yeah,
0: she is. but, um, yeah and yeah by the way, that ball from from Mo Salah, we've been mm. waiting for something like that. you know the he, he didn't really have to do much to score that goal, but uh, I'm glad he glad he did what he did um yeah, I, I really like this guy, and Keem's right. he seems like the type of player that we could kind of sit and play every game until he needs a rest rather than bringing him in you know um you know ever so often to kind of fill in for the midfield because and i think that's what jürgen ultimately wants it's just you know it takes time it's a different system um you know he expects very specific things of his players and and it takes a lot of time and as soon as you're settled though you look at robertson as soon as you're settled you're the guy you know and uh, so i hope that happens for him and it's only better for us it's a lot of competition out there and uh, yeah, Fabinho, you know, Every time his name is great, and he, it was no different today. Even for you know a pretty short cameo, um, but yeah, ends up with a goal. It's great. I love the guy.
1: Yeah, one thing I love is the fact that now when Liverpool actually make these subs in the midfield, to bring on the likes of like Fabinho to kind of tighten things up, there isn't um, in the past. Like if if a manager had to make a tactical sub in the midfield because the quality on the bench wasn't great, you'd we'd look unhinged. And I feel like that's not the case right now. It feels like whoever comes in can kind of grab the reins and kind of take control of the situation. And I think that is really pleasing to me as a Liverpool fan. I'm sure a lot of guys feel it too. When they kind of see the players come off on the bench, there's an element of assurance knowing that it is kind of a like for like in terms of quality in most cases.
0: Yeah, totally. He's. I mean, it's. it must be reassuring to have no matter who comes in, they know their job. Um, it's certainly reassuring for the forwards because they know they're going to get, you know, they're going to get fed balls no matter what. And it's probably reassuring for the, for the defense that the midfield is going to do its job. Um, you know, and then if you have that Adonis of Allison Becker in goalkeeping, okay, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't hurt because I don't think he's losing his spot anytime soon. Um, yeah, it, it's really great and it's, it's cohesive and we have a full squad. Even with injuries, we're doing well. And, you know, when everybody's, full and where we're fit and firing and everybody's and the full team is there it can only be getting better and better and like Keita you know he's he's on the bench as you said and I I think he's one of the best midfielders in the world and um and we can bring him in and and he's only going to show good things in the second half of the season and yeah I think it's just great it's great to see
1: absolutely i don't think anyone would disagree with that right we've got to move on to the forwards first up first we've, we will talk in like in some kind of goal order um from the strikers so let's talk about Mohammed salah like you said there um kev i'm going to start with hakeem first gets a penalty there's a lot of talk on my feed saying that was not a penalty that he made a meal of it do i give a fuck no, do we ever get penalties at Anfield? No. He wins the penalty. There was contact in the box. He goes down, gives it. My jaw hits the floor, like every other Liverpool supporters, I'm certain. And he he converts and scores. I want to get your thoughts on Mohamed Salah gets the, um, uh, scores the penalty, so he gets a goal and an assist for of course Fabinho. Your thoughts on, on Mohamed Salah?
2: Well, if I could, if I just start with the penalty shout. I'm, I'm really against, you know, diving or soft penalties and stuff like that. Not saying that he did dive today, but I've been disillusioned. I've become disillusioned with the fact that referees don't give the fouls unless players, you know, they, they're really animated or they, they fall on the floor and kick mm. out. So I can't blame him. I can't blame him, especially since it was the shoulder that he got hurt on. So,
1: and also and- with Salah as well, Hakim. I'm sure you'll agree. Sometimes, I mean, certainly in the Napoli game when I was like willing him to go down when he could have gone down, and he stayed on his feet, and he did it against Manchester United as well. He's not one that goes down easy, as well, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I was just getting to that. Uh, oh, sorry, I think I, I think up. he's. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think he's he's him himself is coming is becoming disillusioned with the fact that you have to go down to get any any call from the referees nowadays. You know, play honest players don't receive anything in this game anymore, and that's why we see all the, these players falling on the floor, rolling. You know, play acting. I I don't want to see it in my team, but if that's what we're gonna have to do, then by all means, you know. Uh, going on to the rest of his performance. It was a really amazing corner uh, for Fabinho's goal that I know we'll, we'll get into the later goals soon. Um, he's He's been used as our outlet for the counterattack and it's been really good. I know everyone was a bit annoyed or dismayed by the fact that he was playing as a central striker, but I think Klopp understands the way the league is going. Once teams take a- commit any players forward, we need that pace on the break. And I know having him out wide, is effective was quite effective last season. But having him through the centre where he can go on either side and pull defences left or right has really been, you know, effective for us, I'd say.
1: Fair shout. And what about yourself, Kev? What did you make of his performance today? Because I felt like, I think he's a nightmare for any defence, right? And I felt like they were really sort of watching him, analysing him, trying to cut out space. But in the first half, I felt like he was just like, you know, slightly unlucky at times, him and Mane, just, you know, like almost like a a pass off from doing something perfect.
0: Yeah. I mean, even if, even when he's not at his best, not saying that he wasn't, but even when he's not at his best, he's just a pest. So like, he's supremely talented and super technical and he's got everything that you want, but, He's also annoying because he's relentless. And, mm. <laughs> and it must be miserable for a defense to have somebody like that. And not only that, we have three of those guys. And they just attack you all game. Um, I mean, you can't have enough superlatives to say about Muhammad Salah. And he's just, he's amazing. And, um, and today's no different. His numbers are great all season, even though in the <laughs> beginning of the season, people are giving him shit. Um, he's just, uh, every game, every game I see something new and like, oh, he can do that as well. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. Um, he's, he's one of the best players in the world. And I'm so glad we have him. And he seems to truly in, enjoy playing with us. And I thought today he was good, but, but I agree, especially in the first half, there was like, um, just these moments where, is either the final pass, or or you know the pass right before the final pass, or just like the wrong decision right at the end. And we probably could have had a couple a uh, couple of goals in the first half, um, just based off you know play that we're used to playing, and you know their, our usual style. And um, and they definitely picked it up in the second. Um, but yeah, he was. I have no again across the whole team. I got no qualms to anybody's performance, and, and uh, you know Salah is just um, he's just got everything. He's got everything, I and mean, he's 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 amazing. And there's not much more I could say about him.
1: Yeah, just copy and paste that into every podcast. Pretty much, exactly. I I have to. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, you know, the man's you know assisting. Uh, I think he gave the assist to Virgil Van Dijk against Wolves as well. So he's assisting defenders, midfielders. Mm-hmm. The man can do it all. I mean. I think we kind of spoke about Fabinho scoring. So, uh, Hakim, I'll, I'll let you, I think you wanted to briefly touch on uh, on the lead-up to that goal. So, I'll give you the floor on that one before we move on to the next bunch of strikers. Oh, maybe not then. Okay, we'll move on swiftly there. Okay, yep. So, we kind of discussed, <laughs> we discussed Fabinho's goal. Okay, we'll discuss the next striker. Um, a name that Liverpool fans absolutely love seeing on a team sheet these days. He was a bit of a, some considered a gamble, but not quite the case. Big thigh save lies, Shaqiri. Uh Let's talk <laughs> about him because um Kev, I felt like he kind of gets given this really fun free role to kind of just dance behind the strikes. And I think you made a point earlier on in the pod, or it was Hakim, I can't remember that. The crosses are coming in from the fullbacks, and all the attackers are in the box. And I felt like he was just on the fringes, just outside the penalty box, just so if the ball does come loose, he's pinging it in or he's doing something. I felt like he had a very good game yet again. And and I, I mean, I want to get your thoughts on this because, uh, of course, he scores the goal. And my favorite part about him scoring the goal was, um I love the way Virgil Van Dijk celebrates with him. He's almost like the little. Like the little awkward nerd that you like.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is funny with them too. But um, yeah, security he gets this, like, as you said, it's a weird role because you want to, because you see the team sheet and you're like, okay, it's four, two, three, one. You know, Shakiri's probably playing wide right. Um, and I know we're fluid up front, but Shakiri seems to be everywhere. So I don't know if pop yes. just goes like, go cause havoc and just, you know, try, try your best in defense. Cause sometimes he's, he's a bit off defensively, but, um, well I'll allow that for now. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he, he's just great. And the speed, I mean, you spoke of his thighs. You see the size of that dude's calves? Unreal. Um, there's like bowling balls in there, but, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah I, I really like him he he's one of these guys kind of like salah um who and and Bobby just looks happy to play the game and it just everything he does he just looks super happy about and uh like thanks for inviting me guys you know like he just has this sort of uh this nature about him and uh, but he's also super dangerous and uh you know he has a free kick saved um oh gosh was,
1: yes that was yeah. good yeah it
0: was super fast and i think mm-hmm. even the goalkeeper was like was there i just didn't think he expected it to get to him that quickly so he kind of just threw his hand up and you know happened to tip it over um yeah he just he, he's a weapon for us um, with his delivery he obviously scores goals and uh yeah and he as he said he kind of reminds me of playing that sort of like Lampard role where he arrives late and just kind of lingers on the outside just in case something goes wrong. Cause we, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we tend up like just attack the box as soon as, you know, Trent or Rabo or get the ball. And um, so, you know, Bobby and money and and Mo were in there trying to make something happen. And security's like, I'm just going to wait her out here just in case. And it works out. Cause usually he'll get the ball and he'll recycle it or, or he'll pass mm-hmm. it back to the guys in the box. And, uh, yeah. He's been a really good addition for us. He's arguably, you know, the best bargain buy <laughs> I've seen in a long, long time. And uh, as I was, I was saying during the match, he just looks like he's having fun. And I'm sure he cannot believe the players he's playing with now. <laughs> um, every time he looks all, up, there's an option for him uh, um, instead of having to do everything himself. And it makes him a better player. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shakiri is a lot of fun to watch.
1: Yeah. I, I have to agree with you. I mean, Hakim, I want to get your thoughts on Shakiri. Of course, it's always nice seeing him score goals. But like, do you kind of feel like with the role that he's been given, is it almost like Jurgen Klopp trying to fill the void of maybe an attacking midfielder, maybe of the absence of like the likes of like a Billy Pickatini or, or us being aggressive in the market to kind of, you know, get get an attacking midfielder? I feel like certainly he he answers a lot of those questions when he plays when he is given the the license to dance behind those three.
2: I've I've been saying this since the summer. I think he is the attacking midfielder. Mm. You know, a, a lot of people think we were still we're gonna get Fakir and him, or we're gonna go into the market again for another attacking player. But even if we don't, I think he's he's done enough. I know a lot of people their their perspective or you know that well their perspective of him was changed because of his time at Stoke, but he's always been this type of player, going back to his time at Bayern Munich. And I know a lot of people look at the, the price tag, so. Seen that such a small fee for him, they don't think, all right, he's the big attacker that's going to help you know, help the team score a bunch of goals, create a bunch of goals. He definitely is. If he moved straight from Bayern Munich here, everyone would have been absolutely chuffed with it. So, I, I don't know. The wor- words. I can't find the words to describe what he's doing to the team at the moment. I, I would say he's definitely replacing Coutinho in a different sense. Mm. Not in the... Long range shots, which I know he could definitely score. He, he's he's not taking those as of yet, but he's he's that he's given us that creative impetus, given us that goal threat. You know, he allowing, offers the
1: option of playing through the middle as well, right? Sometimes, which is sometimes we can lack.
2: Definitely. So, I I know we don't like to get into the tactics too much specifically on this podcast, but I know Kev, Kev said earlier that it looked like chaos. Uh, like Klopp told the. Uh, for attackers to go create chaos but it's definitely controlled chaos so a lot of the times they would switch positions but there's definitely one player always running in behind and creating this space in between the def- the opposition defense and midfield line so there's always a player in the hole and I know if you guys watch the game back a couple times you can see either Salah dropping in there Mane dropping in there sometimes Shakiri's in there because the players are moving so fluidly around and definitely Shaq gives us that option because he's comfortable playing anywhere um, across the pitch in an attacking sense.
1: Oh, I think that's fair. Um, I think Shaqiri is just absolutely wonderful. I don't think anyone will disagree with you. I think he just gives so many options to this strikers. I love the fact that he, we have that sort of um, player that can kind of look up. And like Kev said, he's no longer at City. he doesn't have to do everything himself. So therefore... Playing here for him has just made him a better player because he's just playing with better quality. It's, it's incredible. For me, it was never a gamble. Um, for the price that we paid, uh, it would have been a gamble if we didn't have those att- attackers at our disposal. And he was meant to be the show starter. Then it might have been a little problematic, in my opinion. Much like you know, to some degree, maybe like the Balotelli signing. Had Balotelli signed right now, I think he would have been absolutely brilliant at Liverpool too, with the players that he's got to play with. It's all about timings and who you play with. We will move on. Oh, Kev's just putting a tweet from uh, Mrs. Fabinho, Rebecca Tavares. Oh, my God, I'm so happy today. First goal, come on. You know what? If there was ever the best cheerleader for Liverpool Football Club, it's that woman right there. I think she just <laughs> endeared herself to every Liverpool <laughs> supporter. She's incredible. <laughs> Fab
5: She's... for having a good night tonight from Keem. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? There's a big question is, does Shaq play the next game? But for me, this was obvious for Shaq to play because it's Newcastle and they won't have much of the ball. The games that we have more of the ball, you know, you can have that extra attacker in there. But does he play the next two games? So, to Keem and to Kev and then yourself, does he play the next two games? Because obviously, it's it's a different ball game in, in the next two.
1: You know what I would do? I would probably play him against Arsenal and I would use him as an option.
0: Off the bench against City. Okay. And, then or the other two, and the other two? Yeah, I don't know. I, I That's really tough. I mean, his performances are like, yeah, you probably give him a shot. But I don't think he plays against City. Um, I think City, we we kind of go with what we've always gone with. Arsenal's a tough one. I was thinking before this game, it'll probably be Genie Fab Keita um and then the regular front three um and I'm still gonna stick with that I think yeah as Gag said it's obvious he plays this game I don't think he play. I don't think he starts either of the next two games is what I'm gonna say well for me I'd say it's dependent
2: on how fit Keita is for the Arsenal game because I would agree with Kev would we'll use the same lineup that we used versus Man U, uh You know, barring the fact that we're going to have Trent at right back for that game. Uh, The City game, definitely, I think we go much more pressing. So we'll probably see Fab Genie, Hendo maybe, and then the front three. Uh, But I think having him as an option is definitely fine for now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Using him as he's been used so far is really good until until the team itself is comfortable enough with allowing... Allowing him the freedom and the other players the freedom to, to go ahead and play as they wish.
1: Fair enough. I just have a theory. I think because we're playing Arsenal at home, I just feel like maybe we want to go all attack minded and we know that Arsenal can't defend. So it might be a case of like playing him and seeing what happens. Against Man City, I kind of expect us to be a bit more defensive.
5: Oh, the only thing is in there, in the last game when Torreira, he, he kind of bossed, you know, or people say he had a better game against our midfield. I think, I think maybe couple want to put three in there against them guys to battle it out. And I think we need to make sure that kid has a has a quiet game. So yeah, he's need, tough. We need, yeah, we need. Shot to as
1: well. So basically, and also there was a lot of talk. About Fabinho having not the best game against Arsenal as well. So it'll be interesting to see what midfield three combo he puts in. Oh, he's
5: playing. He's playing.
1: Yeah. Because who was the midfield combo against Arsenal? Was it Henderson, Ginny, and and Fab? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it was Milner. It was Milner, actually.
1: Oh, was it Milner? Yeah,
2: it was Milner. Milner, Fab, and Ginny. Yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, That
2: that was was just issues with, with the players being comfortable with each other. I think they have a better understanding of how to For play sure. together now. So
1: For I don't sure. think yeah. we'll see
2: a performance like that again.
1: No. Nope. Okay. So that was a really good discussion point. Okay. We should keep our eyes open as to what Klopp does. It's a tactical game. Let's move on to the other two strikers quick time. And we'll probably have a brief discussion on Daniel Sturridge as well. Hakim, I will stick with you. I want to get your thoughts on Roberto Firmino because again, he's another one that has been getting a lot of stick um, I felt like he was his usual hard-working self, um, kind of died off towards the tail end, kind of started being a bit frustrating, some loose passes from him. In my opinion, your thoughts on him?
2: I i would, I would accept this type of performance from Bobby every single day of the week because I know what he gives us defensively. Mm. And I know what he gives us in an attacking sense. He might not be getting the assists and goals that he had last season, but he's he's... He's given us the opportunity to transition the ball really quickly. I know there were a few moments during the first half where one, two, three passes, and we were in the opposition box because he moves the ball so quickly. And as I said, even if he's just a placeholder to move defenders and midfielders around, you know, creating space for others, we knew that's what he's he's done before, and that's what he's been doing. The only thing is just not coming up with the goals yet. But if if Salah is going to continue scoring if Manihu who will get to, if he can, you know, chip in with some goals and eventually we can find his feet with that goal scoring touch again. I think it's perfectly fine. Just as we were moaning about Salah not being the best, at the moment, I think Bobby has taken a step back in the attacking sense, but he's giving the team everything that's needed.
1: For sure. And I kind of have a theory as well that I think sometimes when he plays with Shaqiri, he takes a lot of pressure off him as well to be the, the, the supply to... um Mane and Salah. I mean, I'm going to come to you, Kev. I want to get your thoughts on on Roberto Firmino. And uh, and then, by all means, start the discussion off with this. Sadio Mane, what did you make of his performance today? Because I thought he was he deserved the goal. It's, at times, he just frustrated me ever so slightly.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, um, both of them. Actually, you could sum, sum both of them up with that statement. Um, I love Bobby Firmino. Um, again, he, as Keem said, he was great. He was pretty great defensively today, and we know we get that from him. Um, he's playing more of a ten today for most of the game, um, so that takes away a bit from his uh, from sort of his attacking prowess, I guess you would say. Um, but as you say, when when Shaqiri's on the pitch, it does sort of lighten the load of you know being the creative spark, I guess is the is the right mm. word. Um, but yeah, we know what we get from Bobby. He's going to win the ball back, um, you know, and 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 he. Did that more than a few times today. It's just and I thought he started the game well offensively and then at some point it just kind of went back to what I've been seeing a bit of lately which is, you know, bit loose on the touch, bit loose on the pass, um not making the right decision, holding onto the ball a bit too long. He's obviously great with the ball at his feet, but sometimes it's just like just get rid of it really quick sometimes. Um you know, it's sort of the opposite of Henderson <laughs> in that sort of a you know, sort of thing. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I had no problems with the performance today. I think he's slowly showing a bit better offensively. Um, I think, I don't know if it's a hangover from the World Cup still. I don't know if it's a, you know, if it's just positionally, because he's been asking to play a different role and he's not sort of our out and out. Well, I want to say out and out striker, but I guess he was more of a nine, nine and a half Um, and that the offensive, you know, output isn't there all the time but yeah i got no problems with his performance today um especially defensively he 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 does a lot of great things for us and and he, again he's another one of these players that must be must be terrible to play against uh because again he's relentless and he just he's constantly nipping at your heels he's constantly pressing you when you have the ball he's constantly trying to just poke it out of out of your feet and uh that must be really annoying for any midfielder or or center back yeah uh so he was good on Mane. I thought Mane again started pretty well. Um, sometimes just frustrating. Uh, again, it's, I think it's the decisions he makes sometimes. Um, mm. and I think Akeem was, I don't know if it was Keem or somebody was saying during the game when he, when he has, uh, when he has time, he makes terrible decisions. But when he's, uh, when it's just instinctive, he always makes the perfect one. And, uh, I think a few times today he had just a bit too much time to kind of play around with what he wanted to do. But yeah, he probably deserved a goal. His touch is, you know, his control is great. He makes great runs for, you know, people like Fabinho and Henderson to, uh, to supply the ball to. And, and he, against he's, a, he's just a terrorist for a defense. And we have, as I said, we have three of those and, you know, with Shaq, we have four with, you know, with Cato, we might have five. Um, and even with Fabinho and today with Virgil van Dyke, because everybody just wanted to get on the score sheet today. Um, but yeah, you know, money, money was okay. Um, and, um, he's a player I also love and, uh, he, he's only going to get better, and and to have a multiple of these guys that can do the things that they do, it takes a lot of the pressure off Salah being our most gifted player um, and having to do everything, um, and and having players in midfield that that can that can help out, and having defenders that can score is certainly certainly helpful. And I think the pressure's off all of our front, you know, our front three to do to want to do, you know, they. Last season, they scored a lot of goals. And this season, they will score a lot of goals. But there's a lot more people helping the cause. And, yes. and that'll take the pressure off. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the their front three was pretty good today overall. And uh, probably deserved a couple more goals. But, you know, we can't really complain mm. at 4-0. I think we're
5: expecting perfection as well. like Especially yeah. when we do UP. Everyone's expecting perfection from Bobby, from Mane, from everybody. And I think if you look at it, look where we are look where wait, wait, we are right. top of the league six clear drop six points yeah we're only six clear after dropping six points just let that right. sink thinking only six clear. but how can you you know that that's a phenomenal performance it shows you don't need them to be perfect to do so well so you know what if they have an improvement to make and they make it in the second half what's gonna so happen watch then? Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fucking crazy I mean, so, so right can- now we can't complain can we really really oh.
0: And you guys under and under, uh, over and under pressure said like how good Mane has been defensively for us, you know, pressing and all that stuff. And yeah, so he, he's that side of his game is kind of underappreciated, and, and it's a big deal for us um, going forward. So yeah, they've been great
1: for sure. I let Hakeem have the last say on Sadio Mane before we want to man of the match.
0: I I
2: think it was Gags that mentioned it to me earlier. The, uh, that it's fine if if. If Mane doesn't score all the time, as long as he comes up with those important goals, just like he did versus United, so I'm I'm fine with his performance. It was it was a really good performance. I like the intent. I like the fact that he's trying trying certain like he, it was his pass that that uh, went out to Trent that eventually led to Shakiri's goal. I I believe, but he's trying things, and I like to see that from our players. I'd rather to see them do do the spectacular, attempt the spectacular. And going for the risk averse option, and eventually it's going to come off for them. So as long as he gets himself into those positions, just like he did with that that chance, that value um, Lovren played him in behind. Eventually they're gonna they're gonna you know hit the net, hit the back of the net. So definitely, I'm loving it from Mani at the moment. I'm loving it from Bobby. We'll get the goals soon enough. But as long as you can keep this keep riding this wave, it's perfectly fine.
1: Here, here. I'm in agreement with everything what was said here. Right, guys, we said this is going to be the top man of the match. I'm intrigued to see Oof. who you come up with. So you know what, Kev, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you under the bus first.
0: For <laughs> yeah, <I> shouldn't <laughs> open my mouth.
1: You know you push um, someone out the door first. Like, is it icy outside? Yeah. yeah, go.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, I was uh, I was actually leading towards Dejan Lovren just because. Just because he scored a Do screamer. Clean sheet. <laughs> um, but as the game progressed and, and, uh, it's that, that pass that Henderson makes for the goal, uh, that quick pass we talked about earlier and, and just mm-hmm. his overall performance, I'm going to have to say Jordan Henderson. And I've been really down on him this season. So I'm, uh, I'm happy that he, that he completely proved me wrong and, and had a great day today. So I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Hendo. Sorry, Dejon.
1: No, awesome stuff. If someone plays well, you should definitely call it out. Much respect to you there, um, Kev. I'm sure many will agree with you on that shout. And Hakeem, I'm going to come to you. Are you going to go alternate? Are you going to have an alternative, or are you going to stick with um, your your good friend there, Kev?
2: Well, I guess I'm going to go in line with what Kev is doing. And for all those people that are push in this agenda index bullshit, you could shove it because Dejan Lovren gets my man of the match. He was absolutely imperious (laughs) in defense. Uh, Scored an absolute screamer. He was very calm and composed on the ball. I think this was one of his best performances in terms of his actual defending and just quality on the pitch, his calmness and his composure. So I give mine to, to Dejan Lovren.
1: Fucking amazing shouts. Oh, where do I go? Who do I turn to? This is so hard. I think for my man of the... Um, it's clearly Fabinho. Like, no, fuck
5: it's, everyone it's, else. It's, 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 <laughs> it's,
1: it's Hendoverin. <laughs>
0: Hendoverin.
1: Hendoverin. There you go. Hendoverin, man of the match. Both great shouts. I can't really pick between the two. I'll uh, pick
5: one. Stop being a fence
1: I'm not being offensive. They were both good. I don't know splinters where they got. You know your what?
5: Ass. Splinters in your ass. I do right not now.
1: have splinters on my ass. Okay, stop talking. Give it talking. to
0: Alberto Moreno.
1: Yeah, you know what? I might just fucking do that. You know what? Just to be, just to be okay, okay. the agenda index. I might just. Give better for Mina because apparently that's all I do no um, honestly it's not two very good shots but I think I'm going to give it to Dejan Lovren because he's not first choice defender and he did score that gorgeous goal and he kept a clean sheet so you know what that's what I'm going to go with although Henderson was a fucking very very good shout as well and that is pretty much it for the Nina Carlser show a massive thank you to our subscribers a massive 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 thank you for our callers appreciate it guys before I let you go where can people find you Hakeem are you- you working on anything where can people find you on twitter let the good people know
2: uh, i'm not working on any articles or anything at the moment but you guys could find me at, at keem Dreamstar. yes i know it's pretty weird uh just talk to me about anything footy in general or do whatever you guys want to talk to me about usually i'm just there lurking in the shadows so you might not see many tweets from myself but i'll be around
1: yeah, do give Hakim a follow and he will be on a lot more AI-related podcasts as well. Talks a good game when it comes to Liverpool Football Club and in football in general. And what about yourself, Kev? Are you working on anything, doing anything? And where can people find you on Twitter?
0: Um, I'm not working on anything football-related. Um, I'm sure there won't be another USA podcast till the next time there's an international break. But um, yeah, I mean, you can find me on Twitter, at Kev Hegarty. Um, You can find me in Discord um if you're on the ai pro stuff it's just i think i'm the only kev in here but maybe i'm not um yeah you just hit me up we can talk i love having debate and argument and you know and and agreeing with people and i love this uh this whole platform so yeah um just come and find me and merry christmas to everybody and happy holidays and if you don't celebrate enjoy some time off with your family and uh i'll probably see you again in the new year
1: you know what? I can't believe this is a podcast straight after Christmas and I did not shriek your name, Kevin, like in Home Alone. <laughs> I'm actually quite disgusted with myself that I didn't get a chance to do that. Guys, I'm going to bring you in. Please tell the people how they can get involved in Discord because you're smart, I'm not.
5: You got that damn right. Anyway, uh, basically, folks, if you are listening to this podcast on... Uh, the Anfield Index podcast channels and you want to get involved. Well, unfortunately, you've got to be an AI pro subscriber there. So at Anf- you got to go to Anfieldindex.com forward slash join, become a subscriber. You get all of the podcasts, uh, that we do on, on that platform, which are under pressure post match raw loads of other things. The benefit is though you get the live shows and these are the live shows. So Nina's show is live after every Premier League game. And uh, there's so much more. There's so many other live shows as well. So you get loads of benefits. And then not only that, within Discord, there's so many people. There's so many people that you can talk to. Uh, non-subscribers, subscribers, contributors, writers, uh, podcasters. Everybody is there from AI. Come in, have a bit of a laugh, have a bit of banter. Um, you know, it's not like Twitter. It's not toxic. It's managed. Uh, I can ban people. Luckily, no one's been banned just yet.
1: Because uh, you good people join this. Exactly. site, So, what are you waiting for?
5: So come and have some. Come and have some fun. And uh, yeah, it's 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 great. It's great. And this show is actually live as well. So, uh, kudos to Nin for for doing that as well.
1: I'm fucking awesome. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> 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 and modest to boot
1: you know what it's one of my better traits modesty seriously no um thank you so much for listening a huge thank you to all our subscribers again a massive thank you to keb and hakeem a massive thank you to gags i will be back for the arsenal game hopefully it's another win you know keep those good vibes going till next time i will catch you in the next show and up the fucking reds Podcast Network.